Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. Have you heard about the brand new free speech-friendly platform called Locals? Well, we're on it, and we want you to join us there. Go to markk.locals.com right now. That's markk.locals.com. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Love it! This is the Marque Show. All right, hang on, hold on, me. I got this kid. Take it. Y'all listen to this. We've got election interference here in Colorado. Colorado. The judicial branch has surely gone insane. We've got the state Supreme Court standing in front of the ballot box. But they ain't never ever gonna stop that charge in Trump train. That was uh that was straight from our Catriot Wall of Excellence, Dean Himes. Fantastic job. That was really that was really stellar performance. We appreciate Dean Himes and all of his music, and we appreciate all of our Catriots of Excellence. Uh 855-940-Mark is our number. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you missed it, if you have not yet heard, if for whatever reason you did not download and listen to the entire Mark K Saves the Republic daily podcast, then let me be the first to tell you that Colorado, uh, the Supreme Court therein, has basically destroyed our Republican form of government. They uh, they did. They say they you now have a state Supreme Court meddling and interfering in an election for a for a presidential candidate, uh, which is which is good news and bad news for Donald Trump. It's good news and bad news for the Republican Party. And it's good news and bad news for the country. We'll cover all of that throughout the day today. But that's exactly what happened. The, the, the Supreme Court in Colorado. Keep in mind that this is after. This is after the uh, state of Michigan dropped their case against Donald Trump to keep him off of the presidential ballot in 2024. This is after the state of New Hampshire dropped their case to try to keep Donald Trump off the ballot in 2024. This is after the state of Minnesota uh, did you know dropped their case to, to keep Donald Trump off the ballot in 2024. And this is after a court in Colorado already found that Donald Trump was more than eligible to be on the ballot in 2024. The state, uh, the state Supreme Court came in and said, uh, uh, not that fast. We're way more liberal than you are. We hate Donald Trump more than you do. We suffer from Trump derangement syndrome, and it's been totally untreated, not undiagnosed, but untreated. The two things are very different. And so we're going to put a stop to this. And they, in a 4-3 judicial decree, they said no Donald Trump on the ballot in 2024. There's a whole lot more to this story. And there's a whole lot of reaction. Probably the best reaction and the first reaction I heard was from Vivek Ramaswamy, who I thought... I got to tell you, love him, hate him, whatever you think. The guy's got the right idea. He's right there at the forefront of every single issue. And he throws down the gauntlet like no one has ever thrown down the gauntlet before. And he did it again. Um, he did it again yesterday from it looked like the back of his tour bus when he uh, fired up the camera and said this. This is a hollowed out husk of what the country was built on. The basic principle that we, the people, select our leadership, not the 
unelected elite class in the back of palace halls. That's old world Europe, not the United States. That's why I'm making a pledge today that I will withdraw, I pledge to withdraw from the Colorado GOP primary ballot unless and until Trump's name is restored. And I demand that Ron DeSantis and Chris Christie and Nikki Haley do the same thing or else these Republicans are simply complicit in this unconstitutional attack on the way we conduct our constitutional republic. Now looky there, you got a Republican standing with another Republican. You've got a Republican candidate for president standing with the front runner for the Republican Party for president in 2024. Vivek Ramaswamy saying, I will withdraw from the Colorado primary because if Donald Trump ain't gonna be on the ballot, I'm not gonna be on the ballot. And anyone else who does any of these other candidates, Chris Christie, uh, Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, if any of them, if any of them remain on the ballot, they're basically complicit in what the Democrats are doing. And he ain't wrong. Yes, it would be easier for other Republicans like me who are running in this race to say, hey, if Trump is sidelined, there's our opportunity. No doubt other candidates are probably privately celebrating with their corporate sponsors. Now, by the way, that was a dig on Nikki Haley. That was a dig on Nikki Haley because Chris Christie doesn't have corporate sponsors. Uh, he tried to get Little Debbie, but even she didn't want any part of that. And Ron DeSantis did have corporate sponsors, but they've since dropped <laughs> they've since dropped him, and they're now supporting they're now supporting Nikki Haley. I think the most useful thing that every GOP candidate can do right now is to join me in that pledge. I'll say that I will withdraw from that Colorado GOP primary ballot until Trump's name is restored. This belongs to the people, not to the unelected Democratic cabal of judges in Colorado or any other state. And I demand that Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley and Chris Christie do the same thing, or else they're complicit in what the security state is trying to do to shut down Trump. I stand by that and I expect them to do the right thing. Now, the fact of the matter is they may not even have to, none of them, because the GOP party in Colorado, a uh, guy by the name of Dave Williams, he's already stepped forward and said, look, this is preposterous. This is election interference. This is unconstitutional. It's unprecedented. There's no reason for it. I mean, what these judges in Colorado have done is they've basically decided Donald Trump was guilty of causing an insurrection without any due process of law. Because keep in mind, Donald Trump was um, he was impeached in a in a really quick shambles of a uh, of an impeachment trial um, in January of 2021. Uh, Donald Trump was acquitted by the Senate, meaning, eh, you're fine. We define you not guilty. And then when the uh, indictment started rolling around, not one of them was for insurrection or rebellion against the country. He's never been charged. He's never been tried. He's never been convicted of anything. He come even close to an insurrection against the government. Yet in Colorado, the, the judges, these justices somehow unilaterally decide that even though no court case has been brought upon Donald John Trump for insurrection, they're going to deem him guilty and therefore unfit and un, um, unable to run for office in the state of Colorado. It's, it's ridiculous. It is the, it is, again, I'm no lawyer, but I did get waitlisted from one of the finest law schools in the country. Uh, it is one of the biggest miscarriages of justice we've ever seen. And I know we throw that term around a lot, but the Democrats are, have been, they've been coming up with bigger and bigger miscarriages of justice almost every single day. But like I said, this may be a moot point because Dave Williams went on Loomer Unleashed, our good buddy, Laura Loomer. And he uh, said, look, wh what we're going to do is we're just going to withdraw. And we're, in fact, he was so furious, he started pulling an Elon. Someone asked me what's sort of the sentiment I'm feeling right now about this. And I, I won't say it for some of your uh, uh, viewers that might be underage, but essentially I'd like to to let you know that how when Elon <laughs> Musk was asked about 
the censorship he was facing on X, he said, you know, basically go F yourself. That's my sentiment right now to the corrupt yeah. deep, deep <laughs> Just say state it. Democrats. Just say it, you know, because <laughs> I, 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 I say it all the time on my show. I'll say it with you, you know. You can say it. Honestly, you should. You should say it. And then it will be broadcasted all over Colorado. You should say it live on Loomer Unleashed. Sure. sure. Go f- yourself. Yeah, okay. So the... <laughs> You know, you got to love Laura Luber for peer pressuring GOP chairman into cursing on her show. Pulling the old, pulling the old Elon Musk right there live on her show. Go yourself. But that seems to be the sentiment pretty much all around the GOP today. A lot of folks are saying the same thing. And Dave Williams said, go F yourselves, Colorado Supreme Court. You know what we're going to do? We're going to withdraw the entire party from the primary. There's not going to be any GOP candidates on the primary ballot. What's going to happen is we're going to do a caucus. We're going to just choose our own person. We don't need you at all. We're not going to let you get in the way of the people's right to choose, the people's right to choose their own candidate. And that's what this is all about. It's about it's about um it's about the Democrat party being so just, I mean, they are so sure that Donald Trump is going to win this thing if the election goes off legally and without interference and without, you know, any kind of uh, without any kind of messing around or chicanery on their part. If it's ju- if it's Trump v. Biden, forget about it. The election's already over. You might as well just hand Donald Trump the keys to the Oval Office and say, come on back when you're ready. They know that. They see the poll numbers. They see what Joe Biden is doing. They see the reaction by Democrats to this to this empty shell of a man, this this walking stuffed shirt who's bumping into things and mumbling and and making inappropriate comments towards six year old girls. I mean, this is not the kind of person they can have represent themselves for another four years. It's not the kind of person that the country needs, especially when you look at all the warfare that's popping up all over the all over the world. A direct result, incidentally, of Joe Biden's weak leadership. So they're like, oh, we got to stop. How do we stop Donald Trump? He's beating us in every single swing state. Maybe, just maybe, we can knock him off the ballot. And that's what they're trying to do in Colorado. They're trying to stop Americans from being able to choose the person that they want to be president of the United States. And this is an unprecedented move by the Supreme Court of uh, Colorado. Let me read, let me just reference for you. I have here my original vaccine passport pocket constitution. And this is something we came up with during the uh, pandemic. And I'm going to tell you, I reference this thing every single day. If you do not have a copy of the U.S. Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, all the important documents that make our country so great, I recommend, I, 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 in fact, I urge you to very quickly go to originalvaccinepassport.com and rush yourself uh, at least one. I would say get them for all your friends and family, too. Uh, but let me just flip here to the Bill of Rights, the 14th Amendment, which is what everyone's been citing especially the Supreme Court of Colorado, section three, which says no person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislature, or as an executive or judicial officer, blah, 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 blah. Let me get to the important part. Uh, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. 
but Congress may, by a vote of two-thirds of each house, remove such disabilities. So what they're saying in Colorado is Donald Trump, a, who formerly took an oath that held the office of president of the United States, has engaged in insurrection and rebellion and should no longer be allowed to be president of the United States, um, at least in the state of Colorado. Now, this is ridiculous for a couple of reasons. First of all, because there's no there's no insurrection. There's been no violation of rebellion. There's no been no court case. Nobody, not any of the January 6th, quote unquote, insurrectionists have been charged with insurrection, criminal trespass, uh, disobeying, you know, or violating um, laws of Congress, uh, walking around in a public place unwanted, you know, bad makeup, all these other charges that they brought about them. Not one person has ever been charged with treason, insurrection, any of these other things and found guilty. So how is it that you can disqualify somebody for an insurrection that has never been proven? An insurrection that has never been, that has never been, that has never been convicted with no conviction. It's, it's quite certain that this will be thrown out in the Supreme Court, which is where it's headed next. In fact, Ron DeSantis, who didn't have as strong a reaction as Vivek Ramaswamy did, Ron DeSantis, who didn't pledge to withdraw from the Colorado primary, he said this. I think the U.S. Supreme Court is going to reverse that. But, but here's the larger thing of what the left and the media and the Democrats are doing. They're doing all this stuff to basically solidify support in the primary for him get him into the general, and the whole general election is going to be all this legal stuff. And look, it's unfair. Uh, they're abusing power 100%. But the question is, is that going to work? Um, and I think they have a playbook that unfortunately will work, uh, and it'll give Biden or the Democrat or whoever the ability uh, to skate through this thing. That's their plan. That's what they want. What they don't want is to have somebody like me who will make the election not about all those other issues, but it'll make the election about the failures of Biden. Yeah, apparently he's like, look, they don't want they don't want somebody like me running against them who's going to make it about the failures of Biden. Unfortunately for Ron DeSantis, Republicans don't want somebody like him running against Biden either. That's why Donald Trump continues to rise in the polls and will continue to rise in the polls every single time he's attacked like this. In fact, that seems to be that seems to be what's happening. The one thing we've always talked about, and we've talked about it constantly on this show, Laura Loomer's mentioned it, everyone else in the movie said, look, it's time. We see the polls, we see the momentum, we see what's happening. Wouldn't it be great if all the Republicans could come together and say, look, this is our guy, this is the guy that's gonna get it done and we're all gonna work together. Not separately, we're not gonna attack each other anymore. We're not gonna spread the money around to these other candidates who have don't have a snowball's chance. Wouldn't it be great if Kim Reynolds in, uh, in Iowa and Chris Sununu in New Hampshire and all of these other governors like Kevin Stitt in Oklahoma who've, who's come out for Donald Trump, wouldn't it be great if they said, you know what? We think at this point, I mean, they came out for Ron DeSantis, rather. Wouldn't it be great if, if they said at this point, yes, Donald Trump is the best candidate for the job. Donald Trump is the best guy to win. We are going to support him. They didn't do it. They're driving a wedge through the Republican Party, and the Democrats are taking full advantage of it. And what happened yesterday in Colorado is just another example of it. Uh, hopefully, Hopefully, this will solidify and bring together a whole bunch of Republicans to fight this, at least in the, uh, at least in the Supreme Court and elsewhere. 855-940-MARK is our number. Now, coming up, we're very excited to uh, be chatting with Laura Trump, who is the daughter-in-law of the former president. She's married to Eric Trump. And uh, we're going to talk to her about basically, you know, literally what's going on in the Trump household today, the reaction she has to this, uh, a couple of other things that she's got on her plate. We've got your phone calls and open mic messages, because don't forget, today is whatever you want 
Wednesday. So whatever you want to talk about, that's what we're going to be talking about. And we're going to kick it off right after this. Don't go anywhere. More Mark K Show next. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Incidentally, here's what President Trump said yesterday in Iowa. It's no wonder crooked Joe Biden and the far left lunatics are desperate to stop us by any means necessary there willing to violate the U.S. constitutions at levels never seen before in order to win this election. That is the truth. The only way they can win the election, the only way they can beat Joe Biden is by doing this kind of stuff. Joe Biden is a threat to democracy. It's a threat. Yeah. And the Democrats hate democracy. So it makes them, you know, they hate our democratic republic. So they're trying to destroy it and they need Joe Biden in place and Donald Trump standing in the way of that. So they've got to get Donald Trump out of the way and they can't do it in the courts. They can't do it with, an, with their candidate. They can't convince people to to vote for this horrible person. Um, so they're going to try to keep Donald Trump off of the ballot. And this is just the first of what I'm sure will be many states to try to do similarly until the Supreme Court gets involved. Now, we're going to tell you what happens next. We're also going to chat with Laura Trump. But first, uh, please welcome Susie in Middleburg, Florida. Hi, Susie. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, doing great, Susie. Did you hear what happened in Colorado yesterday with the uh, primary election in Donald Trump? Yes, sir, I did. And it, it just, Peeves me. Yeah, peeves you. Thank you for self-censoring. Yeah, we're all a little peeved, I think, <laughs> by it. Uh, what do, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, else is, what else is going on, Susie? What do you want to say today? Well, I would like to wish you and all of the Patriots out there in Patriot Nation uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Wow, and I'm sure all the Patriots out there in Patriot Nation wish the same to you and yours, Susie. Well, thank you. You're welcome. What else is on your mind? Well, guess what day it is. What day is it today? Today is Trump Day! <laughs> And you're more right than you know, because we have Laura Trump uh, coming up here in just a minute. Uh, we're going to talk to her about what's going on in the Trump household this morning. Uh, right, right after this uh, quick break, don't go anywhere. 855-940-MARK. Your phone calls and open mic messages, too. Whatever you want Wednesday continues next on The Mark K Show. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. Where is all the outrage from the left on election interference in Colorado? Oh, I forgot. They're the cause of election interference, not the solution. By the way, I think it's a good time to remind everybody with what happened in Colorado yesterday. Remember, Colorado was the first state in the union to legalize marijuana for uh, recreational use. And now we're starting to see the effects of it. That, that cloud has, has clouded over the Supreme Court building there in Colorado, especially yesterday when they removed Donald Trump from the ballot. 855-940-MARK is our number. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm very excited. And this, this is something we had already planned, but it just kind of worked out. It kind of worked out to our benefit that uh, she's going to be on the show with us right now to discuss this um, even further. We have political pundit, podcaster, uh, you know, the member of the former first family and hopefully the future first family. Oh, don't forget recording artists. Well, I won't back down. Yeah. No, I won't back down. That's right. It's like a theme song. Really. You can stand me up at the gates of hell, but I to have the one and only Laura Trump. 
Wow, what an intro. I, I mean, love it. Thank intros you. are my thing. I spend more time on the intro than I do preparing for the actual interview. So I'll, I <laughs> probably should have come up with some questions. But first of all, how are you doing today? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm doing well, but yeah. I'm, I, I would love to say I'm shocked by what we saw happen, as you were just referencing in Colorado. But I think at this point, people are pretty used to the Trump derangement syndrome overtaking most people's rational, better judgment, yeah. and I don't know, democratic thought process. And clearly, we've kind of crossed the line that I don't know how we come back from, from where we were yesterday, uh, now here in America. It's crazy. I mean, you and Eric and your father and liar, but you've got to have some pretty thick scar tissue. When you get a when you get this you know uh, message on your phone that this verdict came down in Colorado and they're going to keep Donald Trump off of the ballot and, unless the Supreme Court weighs in, I mean, it, is it something where you you all you know kind of scurry about texting each other or calling each other again? Or you're just like, oh, another one. <laughs> I mean, sa sadly, it's kind of like, oh, another one. Yeah. I actually got, got home and I said to Eric, I was like, you see this stuff in Colorado? This is crazy. He's like, yeah, you know, I bet the truth is, Mark, I mean, at this point, you're right. Talk about, you know, having scars and build up scar tissue and yeah. calluses to all this. You have to, in a way. And I think what we have all understand in our family, and I think what the people of this country are starting to understand is that every ridiculous attack on Donald Trump, every time they, they go way overboard and they overplay their hand, it actually helps him. It actually opens up more people's eyes to what is going on in this country, why it is so serious, and why they have to get in line behind Donald Trump and vote him into office next November. This sort of stuff is sick and it's shocking, but it is also detrimental to the future of this country. And so what did you see happen? Actually, Frank Luntz went on uh, CNN earlier today yeah. and was just talking about he's a pollster. And obviously, he's not a, the biggest fan of Donald Trump in the world. <laughs> he is saying that post that decision in Colorado, as of this morning, voters in Colorado are now more likely to vote for Donald Trump than they were 24 hours ago. Amazing. I think it's voters across the country. I've seen people on X and, you know, you take what you see on X with a grain of salt. You know that. But I've seen people on X say, I live in Colorado. I was an independent. I just registered for the Republican Party. I was a libertarian. I just registered for the Republican Party. Uh, you know, people, I've never registered and I just went out and registered for the Republican Party because people don't like government telling them what they can and cannot do. And that is something that I think the Democrats much to their, I mean, much to their detriment, continue to do. They keep telling everybody, "Here's what you can do. Here's what you can't do." And I think, as you pointed out, his popularity is just going to soar even more. And as and all the polls will tell you, I mean, you've got what every all seven of the swing states are wrapped up uh, in a head-to-head -head with Joe Biden. I think all the all the primary states. Is there a primary state that you know of where Donald Trump's not leading in double digits? Absolutely not. He's he's leading his head and shoulders above anyone else. I mean, look, we, we don't take it, you know, with a grain of salt. We we take it very seriously. And no. despite the fact that he is leading in all of these swing states, you see where he's been a lot. He's been in Iowa, although yeah. I mean, it doesn't look like anyone can catch him in Iowa. But the truth is, with a decision like what we saw happen in Colorado, with all of these indictments, the mugshot, all of it, what is being attempted is they want you as a citizen of this country not to even have the option to vote for Donald Trump. Right. As you just said, Mark, they're trying to make the decision for people. They don't even want him on the ballot because they want to just pigeonhole you into a space where you only have one option. Well, that is un-American. That is undemocratic. It is we, the people, who all get one legal vote in this country, and we should be able to vote for whomever we decide, it is not the government of this country, of a state, 
who decides those candidates. It is us. And so I think it is really crazy to see what has happened. But I, I again, I just think it's, it's, it's going to ultimately help him in the polls because when people see things like this happen, I have a lot of friends who either escaped communism in Cuba. Mm-hmm. I have friends from Venezuela. Yeah. What they say is this is the sort of thing they did just before communism. Socialism took a stranglehold over our country. These are the signs and these are the things that happen that lead to us not having the same country it once was. And well, I think people are starting to realize that very quickly. I mean, it happened with Putin. You know, Putin's like, hey, congratulations. I Look, I won another presidential election. You were the only one on the right. you were the only one on the ballot. That's why. And that is uh, that is slowly that. I mean, that's a Democrat dream right there. If they could wake up and have one person on the ballot. Forget. I mean, Klaus Schwab the other day was saying to the WEF uh, pretty soon we're going to have predictive elections. You won't need to vote because artificial intelligence will be able to tell us who you want to be president of the United States. So that definitely is that definitely is in the cards. Laura Trump, who's a podcaster, host of The Right View, which I want to talk about in a minute because uh, you've got a great guest coming up tomorrow. I don't want to. I, I sure do. I, I sure do. Yeah, His myself. name is Mark K. Oh, yeah. Maybe you've heard of him. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about it now. Uh, last During 2016, we had you and Eric on the show a couple of times, and it was a lot has changed in the last, gosh, eight years, because back then, we would have you guys calling up to our shows. We would have you on our radio show, on our TV show, on our podcast. But now, years later, it seems like the tables have turned. You know how have your very own uh, popular show and podcast, which is what, on Rumble and YouTube and all over the place. Yeah, you can find it everywhere. You can go to the rightview.com and you can find it all over. But you're right. You know, it, it, the way it started is that we started realizing during 2017, 2018, that, you know, the first couple of years, my father-in-law was in the White House, yeah. that I know you'll find this shocking, Mark, and your audience will find this shocking. <laughs> the mainstream media was not actually reporting on the great things that were happening during the Trump administration. Wait, and the, what? The things they were doing that were... Yeah. Shocker. I know who would have thought, <laughs> but the way they were impacting everyday people and, and lives around this country in a very positive way. So we started every week doing an update to let people know what was going on. And yeah. it sort of morphed into this thing. We said, what's a good name for a show? You've heard of the view. This is 180 degrees in the opposite direction. You actually won't get dumber when you watch this show. You will get smarter as opposed to the view that some may be familiar with. We call it the right view. You see what we did there. And yeah. yes, we get, we have an exciting show tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Mark Kay is joining. I can't wait. Yeah, it's a, the interviewer has become the interviewee, and it's really it's really kind of cool. And I love to see it all across. I mean, and that's something I always tell people. I'm like, you have a voice. You have the opportunity to get the news from people that know. Your father-in-law started it with Twitter. He was the first one to cut out the middleman. And I'm glad to see that so many others uh, are are jumping on that that train to get the truth out there. Matt Gates talks directly to the people. He's got his own podcast. Ted Cruz, who likes to tell us all the time, he's got his own podcast. So um, it is something special. But yours is yours is fun too. I was watching an episode the other day where you had. Uh, uh, oh, was Aaron Elmore was on, and that was just that made me. That made me. Her dog started barking in the background. <laughs> yeah, we have we we're an animal friendly show. Yeah. <laughs> we love it all. Dogs, cats, bring them on. That's what we're all about. Absolutely, uh, Laura Trump. Now I want to talk a little bit about the election because you know we've talked about how crucial it is that your father in law get back into the office. And and Eric was I don't know where he was speaking. I don't. I just have the clip, but I want to play this for you because I think it's very poignant and it's something that a lot of people are realizing. Actually, funny, my father's personality. Kept us out of wars, didn't put us in wars. And as you looked around the world and you saw these world leaders, what's amazing is all the tough guys were the guys that respected him, right? Kim Jong-un, whether or not you like him or not, 
He respected my father. Putin respected my father. The tough guys respected my father. That seems to me to be something people are realizing. What with uh, what's going on in Israel with Hamas and here in our own home front, when you look at what's going on with Harvard and UPenn and the crazy people who are shutting down roadways because they're siding with terrorists and what's going on with Ukraine and how much money we've poured into that, uh, that endless war. It seems to me like people realize the toughness of Donald Trump and how just being Donald Trump kept a lot of us safe. Is that something that, you know, being on the inside of the family, you can you can probably concur with that pretty easily. Oh, well, absolutely. I mean, and and that that was happened to me. My husband there. Yeah, you just heard his voice. He's right. People loved to criticize Donald Trump early on. They said he's got no experience. Yeah. He, you know, the, his personality will be the end of us. It'll get us into World War Three. It actually kept us mm -hmm. out of World War Three. And you see where we are. We are actually at the doorstep of World War Three right now. You have Russia, Ukraine. You have Israel, Hamas. And I mean, the reality is you do need a person in that office, in the, the office of the presidency, who understands how to deal with people. Think about Donald Trump. He was a negotiator and a businessman his whole life. He understands how to read people. He understands that whenever you're dealing with a tough guy, you need to exude strength. And we have the exact opposite yeah. in the White House right now at this moment. I think people are realizing the weakness of Joe Biden, of course, coupled with his horrible policy decisions and foreign policy decisions have led us down a path where it is a really frightening time around the world now, not just here in this country. And I think people say, mm, maybe I didn't like everything he said or the way he said it as president when Donald Trump was there. But man, did he keep this country safe? Man, yeah. did he keep this entire world stabilized? And I think you're right. People are realizing that very quickly. Man, I didn't have illegal immigrants walking through my front yard. Man, I had money in my bank account. Man, I wasn't getting downsized from my job. Man, the military was strong and unwoke. There were so many things that we can say Donald Trump was successful at that you're right. When you have the the when you have Joe Biden, who is the polar opposite of Donald Trump, all of the peace and prosperity we had, of course, that gets flipped on its head too. And we're all seeing that uh, right now. Do you guys, when you hang out, do you spit? I know you've I know you've had some uh, ideas about potential vice presidential picks. Is there is it is this something like the family will will talk about at Thanksgiving dinner or around the Christmas table? Do you do you get any input in that? Because, you know, Vivek Ramaswamy's name has been coming up a lot lately. And when he pledged to withdraw from the Colorado uh, primary yesterday, I have to I have to think that maybe moved him up a couple notches on whatever list you may have on your refrigerator. No, I love it. You want to spill some tea here. We want to get the inside <laughs> details. Yeah, Mark. of course. No one. It's just the two of us talking, right? Yeah, no, um, no, no nobody else listening. <laughs> of course, we we talk about it. Um, and I think Vivek is. I mean, what an impressive guy he is. Yeah. It's nothing else to see him on the debate stage, and I call it the vice presidential debate stage. To see him <laughs> on that debate stage, bless their hearts. But he actually comes out and he says the things that American, the American people are like, oh, yeah, well, yeah. we can get behind this guy. And by the way, he's also all the time been a supporter of Donald Trump. So we can get behind that. Um, the good news is, while I won't say who the top contenders may be, yeah. we on the Republican side, we have a strong bench. Mm. You look over to the Democrat side. Who do they have? I mean, what a sad showing for these guys. So. Whoever it may be, I think we have a lot of great people to choose from. And, uh, you know, we're going to go you know, a couple more months before I think you hear any true rumblings of who that might be. I won't break any news here today. Fine.
fine, whatever. I, use that, <laughs> I love that you say bless their hearts. Definitely Chris Christie's heart needs some blessing because that thing's pumping. Oh. That thing's pumping overtime. Uh, overtime, Laura, yeah. <laughs> Laura, listen, thank you so much for coming on today. Now, The Right View, well, my interview is tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern. Are you on? Do you do one tonight as well? Yeah, we have three days a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday Perfect. night, 8 p.m. Of course, they stay up in perpetuity. You can always find them. Tonight's episode, I take questions and answers. I do Q&A from people. They write in whatever, and I don't see it beforehand. I do my best to answer it. Some of them are off the wall. Some of them are crazy. Some of them are related to my father-in-law, our family. I try to answer as best I can. It's a fun time. Any que any questions about your musical career? Because I'm telling you, that song, we I've played it several times. I think it's... And I won't back down. Okay, what's your next hit going to be? Oh, well, stay tuned. I'm doing a little something in January, oh. beginning of Q1 here. We'll see what happens. <laughs> the Democrats will love that. All the radio stations will love to play it, I'm sure. Oh, well, we are so excited for it. We can't wait for it. And hey, listen, if you ever get to Jacksonville, we'll, I'll get my guitar. We'll do a collaboration. It'll be it'll be. An oh, let's hit. do it. Uh, I love it. That's the, a date. Laura Trump, host of The Right View. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on YouTube. Go to therightview.com. Songs are downloadable anywhere you can download songs. And we appreciate you taking the time today. And the best to Eric and the family the best to your father-in-law. Tell them we're all uh, here praying and working hard and, uh, you know, doing whatever we need to do uh, to help out in 2024. Amen. Let's go do it. You are the best as well. Thank you so much, Mark. We will talk to you soon. Listen, we got to take a quick break. We've got more of the Mark K Show, more whatever you want Wednesday, more of your phone calls and open mic messages coming up here in just a minute. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. A special shout out again to Lara Trump uh, for calling in today. Check out her show, The Right View. It's on Rumble. It's on YouTube. It's everywhere. And tomorrow night, I am her special guest on The Right View, which is, I'm telling you, it used to be that I would only ever interview people like Matt Gates and Lara Trump. And now I'm getting interviewed by people like Matt Gates and Lara Trump. This is, uh, it, it's very exciting where the media landscape is going um, in the next few years. 855 940-MARK is our number. This is John in Jacksonville, Florida. John, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Happy whatever you on Wednesday. What do you want to say today, sir? I have two quick points about the Colorado's the decision. Yeah. The first one, it's obviously a political stunt. If you read their opinions, you can see where their errors are, and it can't be taken serious. But we have to point out, unless a petition is filed to the Supreme Court by January 5th, yeah. Trump's name will not be on the ballot. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. If you read their opinions, they what they did was they said they had clear and convincing evidence that Trump engaged in an insurrection. And what they did was they cobbled some words and taken out of context things that Trump said during his speech. And what they said in their statement was that they said Trump told him to walk down to the Capitol and fight like hell or you won't have a country anymore. Mm. Now, there's no sentence like that. That is what true. They did, what they didn't do is they didn't put in what he actually said. And you, it's not hard to go. Uh, let me read it real quick here. Basically, what he said was Trump wanted the, the, the protesters to cheer on the brave senators and congressmen and women and encourage them to only count the electors who have been lawfully slated. And then he goes on to say to walk to the Capitol um, peacefully and patriotically. patriotically. Make your voices heard. Yeah, we know all of that. And th there is there is a lot to this Supreme Court ruling in Colorado that is that is overturnable by the Supreme Court. In fact, it should be easily overturned by the Supreme Court. However, 
You know, when you're talking about Donald Trump, when you're talking about the Democrats, when you're talking about the Supreme Court, nothing is ever easy. Uh, there's, there's, first of all, the fact that there was no due process. You can't just summarily, the Supreme Court of any state does not have the ability to just unilaterally declare somebody guilty of a crime. That's not their job. And there was no crime, there was no criminal trial for Donald Trump in Colorado uh, accusing him of insurrection. There's been no federal crime of Donald Trump accusing him of insurrection. And the one time they did was in the House of Representatives and he was acquitted of that crime. So he's innocent. The Supreme Court, this should be cut and dry. But yeah, we'll we'll walk through the next steps in the timeline here in just a minute. Plus, we'll get to more of your phone calls and open mic messages. 855-940-MARK is the number. Quick break. We'll be right back. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited that you're here. And uh, we've got we've got so much of, your, uh, of the show still to go. We've got a ton more of your phone calls coming up here in just a minute, as well as your open mic messages. A lot more people talking about what's going on in Colorado. And we'll walk you through the next steps. I do want to sh- share a couple things, though. First of all, um, Friday on the show is our big, it's our big finale for the year. We're going to have our big Christmas party. We're going to do our uh, our gift giving extravaganza, which we did last year. It's called the White Supremacist Elephant, and it's just like White Elephant, only you know we just we just wanted to we just wanted to make it a little fun. Uh, so we called it White Supremacist Elephant because Joe Biden thinks that's what we all are. If you vote for Donald Trump, you're a white supremacist, and you're also the greatest threat to this country, which is weird because it's the Democrats who are summarily uh, dismantling the Constitution. You would think they are the biggest threat to this country, but they don't see it that way, and probably because. Well, they're Democrats. Um, but anyway, we're going to be doing that on Friday. Hannah's going to come in with her baby, and uh, we're all going to we're all going to do a gift exchange. Now, there's three of us. There's me and there's Hannah. We're going to let Adam choose a gift, too, because he's been working very diligently uh, for the past few months. And then we're going to have five Catriots on the line who will also be in charge of the, uh, who also be involved in the gift exchange and they'll be able to pick a gift or steal a gift. And then whichever gift they end up with, we are going to... Um, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, we're going to send it to them so they can enjoy it as well. And it works just like any other white elephant party. You never know what you're going to get until the very end. Uh, and somebody asked me earlier today on Locals, because we were recording the Mark K. Saves the Republic pro- podcast, which we now live stream every morning on our Locals channel, markk.locals.com. So if you're not doing anything at 8.30 in the morning Eastern time and you want to grab a cup of coffee and hang out with us on Locals and watch me record the podcast live, it's a great place to do it. But D asked me who uh how are you picking the people to be involved in the in the Catriot gift exchange for the white supremacist ele- elephant and I said that's a great question and I thought about it and we decided that we're going to pick five Catriots from our Catriot wall of excellence we'll choose them randomly um we'll pick five names and those five people will be able to uh they'll they'll be able to uh to help you know celebrate the Christmas holidays and also get a fantastic gift as a show of our appreciation five people who are forever who are forever emblazoned and remembered on our wall of as uh, Catriots of Excellence will also be um, invited to join us for our Catriot gift exchange. On that's one of the many. But we're gonna have more perks for our Catriots of Excellence uh, coming up in 2024. This will be one of the first ones. Uh, anyway, you slice it though. That's gonna be a lot of fun. 
Also yesterday, I swung by the Catriot Outpost where we get our mail delivered because here at Catriot HQ, the owners of the building said, you're no longer allowed to get mail here because you get cooler stuff than we do. So we opened up our Catriot Outpost and they called me and said, you had some deliveries. And uh, there were seven packages, seven packages at the Catriot Outpost. Of those seven packages, six were for Hannah. Uh, so... But anyway, next time, next time I'm just going to leave them there until she gets back. But one of them was for me, and I'm very excited about it because I, I think I know what it is, and I'm going to open it on the air. It's from Congressman Aaron Bean's office, U.S. House of Representatives, Washington, D.C. And I'm going to keep this label because it says official business, Aaron Bean. Now, I know what you could be thinking. What kind of official business would Aaron Bean be sending you a package from Washington, D.C. from? And uh, when we, last time we spoke to him, look at this. This is, this is way cool. I'm going to share this on the stream because it's very, very exciting. Look, it says certificate, the flag of the United States of America. And I'm going to gently, I'm going to gently open this envelope so that I can show you what's inside. This says the flag of the United States of America. This is to certify that the accompanying flag was flown over the United States Capitol on November 17th, 2023. At the request of the Honorable Aaron Bean, member of Congress, this flag was flown for the Ho Ho Hold'em Charity Poker Tournament. So on November 17th, a U.S. flag was flown over the Capitol building in, um, in honor of our Ho Ho Hold'em Charity Poker Tournament to benefit Kay's kids and uh, Dreams Come True of Jacksonville. And this is the flag. We just had it delivered. Look at this. This is the actual flag here. We're gonna get it all folded up nicely. This flag flew over the Capitol building and was gifted to us uh, by the Honorable Aaron Bean from uh, Florida's District 5. So we are, yeah, we're gonna have to fold it up. We're gonna get it folded up. We're gonna get it framed with the certificate. And thank you so much uh, to the Congressman. Thank you for that. It's such a fantastic gift. And, uh, and it's an honor to know that we've had, we now have a flag that was flown over the Capitol building in honor of one of our, one of our favorite events, our Ho Ho Hold'em Charity Poker Tournament. Um, that is just, that's just something that, you know, I, I'm honored. I definitely am. And, and I appreciate everybody who showed up to the tournament as well. And uh, I don't know what's in the other six packages, probably baby crap. But this one I was, uh, I was very excited for. So thanks again. And we're going to get that. We're going to get that taken care of. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Let's get back to the phones. Adam is uh, on the uh, on the line. Hi, Adam. How are you? Happy whatever you want Wednesday, sir. Whatever did you want to talk about today? Right back at you, Mark. Well, here it is. I'm not completely clear on election procedure because my candidate's always been on the ballot, and I just fell in a circle. Sure. But why can't the, why can't the people of Colorado just write Trump in? Oh, that's a great question. Well, all right, so let me explain to you. That's a great question. Let me explain to you here what happens next. So the state Supreme Court of Colorado overturned a lower court ruling because this is not, again, when it gets to the Supreme Court, yeah, that's an appeal. What happened was there was a court, I believe it was the second appeal, uh, but a, there was a judge in Colorado that said, look, this is ridiculous. Donald Trump has not committed an insurrection. Donald Trump uh, deserves to be on the ballot. You may not like the guy, but we're not going to take him off of the ballot. And he ordered the Secretary of State to overturn the lower ruling um, that took him off the ballot. Well, the Supreme Court stepped in and by a decision of four to three, they said, ah, not, not quite. We believe he did commit an insurrection and is therefore uh, therefore not allowed to be on the ballot. So they've given this. This is where it gets really. This is where it gets really weird. January fifth is the deadline 
for Colorado to start printing the ballots. The Secretary of State has to start printing primary ballots for the Colorado primary. Um, and what happens is they've given that as the drop-dead date to file an appeal. So they basically said in their ruling, if this is appealed to the Supreme Court before January the 5th, we will, this decision will be stayed, which means Donald Trump will appear on the ballot. So all that they have to do is go to the Supreme Court, which if they haven't done it already, they're probably doing it right now, uh, they, and say, we are appealing this. You need to hear our appeal. And if that happens, the decision will be stayed until the Supreme Court can rule, and that means his name will will appear on the ballot. Now, if they don't appeal for whatever reason, which would just be silly, then his name would be taken off of the ballot. The GOP of Colorado would withdraw from the primary and they would do a caucus similar to what they do in Iowa and decide their candidate that way and just exclude the state from the entire system. Um, you know, yes, you could write Donald Trump in, but I don't think we're even gonna get to that point because the Supreme Court, A, will definitely hear this whole uh, we'll definitely hear this whole appeal. And B, will, I would think most likely, I mean, Ron DeSantis said it himself. Ron DeSantis, keep in mind, he may not be the best presidential candidate. He's a great governor and he did go to Yale and Harvard Law School. And he said this. I think the U.S. Supreme Court is going to reverse that. But but here's the larger thing of what the left and the media and the Democrats are doing. Yeah, they hate Trump and they're, they're trying to manipulate the law. We get all that. But he said, I think they're going to, in fact, a lot of legal scholars think that the Supreme Court is going to overturn it. But what they did in Colorado was very, it was very, you can tell that there's political fingerprints all over this. There's a political fingerprint because one of the things they did was they cited an old decision of Neil Gorsuch, who now sits on the Supreme Court, in their decision. They cited Neil Gorsuch so that they could kind of almost dare the Supreme Court to overturn them. And uh, what they did was they cited Neil Gorsuch, but not in a way that makes any sense to their ruling and that in a way that that uh, that they could, um, number one, try to manipulate his own words against him. A lot of folks are also saying that this could this could cause Neil Gorsuch to be disqualified or force him to recuse himself, which is just ridiculous because he cited he didn't cite himself. They cited his ruling. And that happens. That happens all the time. Uh, another thing that they're going to do is by giving the deadline to the Supreme Court, they are forcing the Supreme Court to act. Uh, and so now it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what the Supreme Court does. They're not going to decide this before Christmas. They're probably not going to decide this before January 5th. All they have to do is say, we will hear an appeal in a month, in two months time, in the new year sometime. And that will keep Donald Trump on the ballot. And then after the appeal system comes through... They'll, um, they'll have to move forward from there. It's a gambit for the Democrats because if this passes the Supreme Court's muster, then they get their way and Donald Trump will probably then fall off of the ballots in a lot of other states who will then cite the Supreme Court as the ultimate ruling saying Donald Trump committed insurrection and therefore cannot be president. That's probably not gonna happen. Uh, if the Supreme Court says, look, this is ridiculous. Donald Trump should appear on ballots. Donald Trump did not uh, take part in an insurrection. He is a viable candidate in 2024. Then every argument that Democrats have in every jurisdiction that Donald Trump is an insurrectionist falls flat and he'll be on every state ballot and there'll be no question about it. You can't sue him for anything else. Probably a handful of the Jack Smith uh, indictments will be washed up if that happens as well. So they're really taking a chance, but keep in mind, they are desperate. They are all they all they're counting on right now is Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. to pull them through uh, November 2024.
And that's not going to happen. All that they're desperate. That's why they chose. That's why. That's why this happening in Colorado is so bizarre because they've got to be scared that Donald Trump has a chance to win in Colorado. They've got to be scared to think that Donald Trump could win in Colorado, and so they've got to keep him off the ballot. Colorado is a blue state. Has been for gosh twenty years. Two thousand four was the last time Colorado voted for a Republican president. It was George W. Bush. After that, they voted for Obama, Obama, Hillary, Biden. It's been 20 years since they voted for any Republicans in the state of Colorado. But with Joe Biden being such a horrible candidate, it seems like they're really petrified. And that's why they're taking action. 855-940-MARK is our number. Brian is in Massachusetts. Hello, Brian. How are you? I'm kind of actually pumped up now. Oh. I have a message for everybody at in Colorado that is having their voting rights that is a MAGA Republican violated yeah. unconstitutionally. Write Trump in. Write him in. Show him. You're not going to stand for it. You have a right to vote for who you want, and the Democratic Party does not have the right to dictate who you vote for. Because America was founded on the right to vote. And by telling Trump that he cannot be on the ballot, they are essentially saying nobody can vote for Trump in Colorado. And that takes away the voting rights of the Colorado citizens. And we do have a right to vote in who we want to vote in, too. There is an option for write-in ballot. Yeah. yeah so the, write them in. Well, there is, the, and again, the whole, the whole election process is very, very tricky because what they're talking about here is the primary ballot. And that's the first, that's the first contest. And the GOP primary is coming up in, what's the date? Hold on. Colorado primary. Let me Google that quickly. Uh, the GOP primary is coming up, I believe it's, I believe it's sometime in May, but I'll have to check on that. Um, and what's going to happen is they're, they're trying to keep him off of, oh, it's in March, pardon me. Uh, and they're trying to keep him off of that particular ballot. When it comes to the general election, though, the general election, keep in mind, is that you're not actually voting for your presidential candidate. You think you are. You think you are, but you're voting for a presidential candidate to get the majority of votes. And then the electors, the, the coveted electoral college, or if you're a Democrat, the hated electoral college, the electors, based on the laws of your state, then go and vote for whomever it is that you've decided to uh, be your presidential candidate. So even if they take him off the ballot, Donald Trump, yes, he could get write-in votes. They could caucus for him. It doesn't matter. If he gets the support, the electors, and we all learned a lot about this in 2022, I'm sorry, 2020, um, they're the ones that actually go and submit the votes for president uh, for Donald Trump. And that's where it's going to get, look, this is the beginning of the lawsuits. This ain't even the end of the lawsuits. 855-940-MARK is our number. Listen, we got uh, we got a ton more of your phone calls. If you've got a question or something you want to say, today's the day. Today is whatever you want Wednesday. I'm going to do nothing for the rest of the day except answer the, the uh, phone and take your calls. I'll do nothing but play your open mic messages. So if you've got a phone call, if you've got a question, if you've got a, a comment, if you've got something you'd like to share, today's the day to do it. 855-940-MARK is the number to call. Quick break. We will be right back with more Whatever You Want Wednesday next. K855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. It is whatever you want Wednesday. I know I've been talking a lot. We were talking to Lara Trump, and we appreciate uh, her time. Let's get back to your time, though. This is Kathy in North Carolina. Hello, Kathy. Happy whatever you want Wednesday. How you doing? Uh, oh. 
totally disgusted. Yeah, disgusted, no. Disgusted, disgusted. Yeah, no, I get it. I under, I knew you would be. I knew you would be, Kathy. Truly, truly. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen in this country because, frankly, I'm not worried about what Colorado's doing. I'm just worried about will the Democrats ever let us govern again or are they going to keep doing this? Because if they keep on doing what they're doing, we're going to go down as a country. We're going to have to separate. No. I mean, I'm not going to lie about it. We cannot survive under the Democrat Party anymore. They don't believe in the Constitution. They have violated the Constitution so many times. It's unreal. And you cannot play fair when you're playing with a cheat. So they cheat. So what are we going to? Well, if Trump don't win, we're going to have to just take it on down the road and and do what we need to do to survive as a country. And that means blue states do what you want to do, and red states will do what I want to do. And you're not going to tell us when and who and and what can come in our state anymore. And we'll ship all the immigrants to the sanctuary blue states because yeah. we are not going to survive. With the Bidenomics, and the, I mean, let him and the blue states implode and feed on each other, yeah. and then we'll be happy folks. But oh. we can't survive with Democrats running the party anymore, uh, running the country anymore, period. Well, you know, and what's happening, Kathy, as I'm sure you know, is a lot of Democrats are waking up to the realization that they actually can't. They actually can't survive with the Democrats running the country anymore either, especially if you're in New York City, especially if you're in Chicago, especially if you're in California. The Democrat policies are destroying not just the lives of, of Republicans and conservatives, but also of Democrats. Blue states are suffering more than red states, and that's one of the reasons why they realize they have to dive into these dirty tactics to stop Donald Trump because the electorate is not happy with what's been going on under Joe Biden. And and we played the clip. I'll play the clip again for you. If you missed it, it was at the very end of the show yesterday. We'll play this clip from Klaus Schwab because what Klaus Schwab is saying is that elections in the Democrats' mind are just, you know what? It's just a pain in the booty and they'd rather do away with them. And we've got proof. Next. Where entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Patriots on the Mark K Show liked America a lot, but the Grinch who lived just north in Scranton did not. <laughs> the Grinch hated America, the whole free nation. Please don't ask why. He was tuned to the wrong station. It could have been that the Chinese held his purse string, or it could have been a uh, a uh, you know the thing, but I think the most likely reason of all may have been that his brain was three sizes too small. Only three? Joe Biden's brain is only three sizes too small. But you're right about that. He is very grinchy this holiday season because, well, you know, he knows what's going on with the poll numbers. He knows people in his own party are sick of him. He knows that nobody wants him to serve a second term, especially the Democrats. And he especially knows that. Oh. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Speaking, speaking of Grinches, let me take this quickly. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Karen. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump truck can't be 
Well, it's be better for in Colorado next year. <laughs> no one wants this president. Yeah. Always play. I haven't heard from her in a while. Merry Christmas, Karen. Merry all the best to you and to your uh, psychotherapist. 855-940 psychotherapists, probably, because I imagine there's I imagine that's a large team. 855-940-MARK is our number. Let's get back to the phones. Ron and Wagner. Hi, Ron. How are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. What's going on? I'm just peachy, Mark. Um, I'm going to say this up front. Uh, probably only the seasoned citizens that you have as listeners will recognize what I'm talking about. Mm. But my grandma was a five-foot-nothing Cherokee. And if his kids misbehaved, she could produce a switch from somewhere yeah. and warm us up. And uh, I think she was the first concealed carry uh, participant ever. But uh, what I'm saying is, is we need to get a response team that is made up of a busload of old grandmas with switches and mm. drive by these troubled spots like Colorado and this, that, and the other, and just break them switches out and have drive-by ass whoopings. Just drive <laughs> Just old switch baron grannies doing drive-by ass whoopings. That's right. I love we need it. It's, hey, we got to pull out all the stops, Mark. No. We're, we're our our back as a country is against the wall. That is Somebody's true. Somebody's got to do something, and the politicians won't do nothing. We've got a lot of uh, angry patriots out here who are willing to do something. But it's all illegal, I'm sure. No, oh, yeah. But at any rate, uh, yeah, we've got to pull out the stops. And I say, uh, Grandma could straighten them out. Yeah, no, you're, you're the Grandma and her ass whooping friends. That's a great idea, Ron. Thanks so much for uh, thanks so much for calling. We really we really appreciate it. Eight five five nine four zero Mark is our number. Heather is in Jacksonville. Hi, Heather. How are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. What's going on? Hi, Mark. Fine. Thank you for asking. Mm. Um, I'm responding to how Biden is going to be. Uh, president for the next term. Mm. They've always got something up their sleeve, but I think that what's, what Zelensky did was because they had war going on, they declared there would be no election. And um, this Biden can do the exact same thing. And, you know, I, well, I, watched, I would argue, I mean, there's been wars before and we've had elections. No problem. Well, I would, I they would have a right though. He has a right to call it, but here's what I think is going on. Yeah. You know, we had the guy that was in the state, um, what is it, the uh, Secretary of State's office or whatever, uh, that quit because as soon as this all broke out with Israel, he knew something was wrong. He was connected to this whole thing. The ambassador to Israel said that our administration had withheld information from Israel, which, you know, caused this to go forward. He, feel, he felt like or believed or whatever. Right. And then now we have four nations involved over there. And with this whole thing going into turmoil, and we've had almost 90 hits on our bases and our people over there, um, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, all he's got to do is just let this declare war. He, that's all he's got to do. We don't, I don't know that we have a right to say, no, we, we can force the election if he declares there's war and there's not going to be an election. Yeah. So uh, again, and again, I would say I I don't believe that the unilateral power to to uh, to stop an election resides with the presidency. 
I know that people have, have uh, I know that people have pushed that theory because uh, they don't want Donald Trump in office, the doomsday book. Um, you know, if you could have stopped an election for an emergency, Donald Trump would have done it during COVID. It's, it's a much more difficult task, especially since elections are held by the states individually. Um, but look, the fact of the matter is that the Democrats, we know, will do anything legal or not to get their way. They did so, legal or not, you know, they uh, they got their way during COVID, legal or not. They tried to pass that um, that eviction moratorium, legal or not. They've done, you know, they've tried to get people uh, forced boosters and vaccinations, legal or not. Uh, they're trying to get Donald Trump thrown off of the ballot with indictments or Supreme Court cases or any of these other things. So yeah, I wouldn't put it past them to try anything at all, including emergency war powers, but the elections will go on. That's one of the reasons they're panicking so badly. Uh, hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it, Heather. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. John is in Melbourne. Hi, John. How are you? Hey, good morning, Mark. I'm doing very well. Thank you. Uh, first, I'd like to say Merry Christmas to you, your family, and Hannah and her family. Well, thank you so much. Uh, Merry Christmas back at you, John. We definitely appreciate it. Yeah. Very nice. And I appreciate you putting me on after Karen because now, even though I have a heavily thick Southern accent, anything I'll say will still sound smarter than her. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's my early Christmas present to you. What is it you did want yeah. to say that's going to sound so smart? Oh, well, well, specifically, I, I wish people would quit fretting up about what's happening in Colorado. It's mm. to be expected because the punishment is the process, or the process is the punishment, mm. just like all the other charges against Trump. They're trying to they're trying to bleed him dry. They want him every move he's make. He's gonna have to counter it with attorneys, an army of attorneys, and he's still gonna be on the ballot. But it's gonna be a painful process. Uh, and one thing I think we need to start doing uh, as on an individual, but we can't fix everything in Colorado. But we can start fixing things in our own house. Uh, if you've got a child child or a spouse that. Uh, Thanks, Biden is doing good. You need a divorce and you need to abandon your child. But anyway, y'all have a Merry Christmas. You, John, you too. We really do appreciate it. And you know what? And I wish that more people took it. And that's a great point. I wish more people took it seriously. Uh, there are so many people out there that are misled about what the Constitution actually says. There are people misled about what Joe Biden has done for Americans, which is nothing, and what he's done to Americans, which is everything bad. There are people out there who are being misled constantly by the media. Listen, I want to play you this clip from MSNBC because MSNBC, for whatever reason, is still on the, it's still a network. They still make enough ad revenue. They still have enough viewers to sustain life. CNN, I thought, was going to be long gone by now. They're still hanging around. But that's not because they're they're getting uh, big, you know, buku advertiser dollars. It's because they're getting probably grants from George Soros or someone else. Um, but MSNBC, they had, <laughs> they had this woman on Mara Gay. She worked for the New York uh, Times. And she was on with Morning Joe, and she was asked a question about Republicans who are who are complaining about the Supreme Court in Colorado taking away people's uh, right to choose. In fact, in fact, J.D. Vance was saying something very similar. It's an effort to stop Donald Trump, not the ballot box, because right now they don't think they can beat Donald Trump at the ballot box. But to use lawfare, to use the legal process as a political weapon to take rights away from American voters. I, I, I will repeat this again and again. This is not just about Donald Trump. This is about millions of American voters who are being told by judges in Colorado, you don't get to vote for the candidate that you would like to vote for. How is that democracy? And how is this in, in any way consistent 
with the howls of Republicans allegedly being a threat to democracy, and then left-wing judges are telling Americans, you don't get to vote for the candidate that you want to vote for. It's preposterous. It is pretty ironic. They're saying, You're, Donald Trump is a threat to democracy, so to stop him, we're going to destroy democracy. Only the Democrats could get away with that. The question, I think, for Republican voters is, do we let left-wing radicals choose our nominee? They are staring us in the face saying, we dare you to select Donald Trump as your nominee. I think we take that bet and we go with the guy who's showing that he's not controlled opposition. If we are letting these people select our nominee for us, what good are we as a party? There are some great people running, but this is now, to me, an assault not just on one one man, but on the Republican Party's ability to select its nominee for the general election. All right, so Mara Gay from the New York Times was on with Morning Joe and Mika Brzezinski, and she was asked point blank by Joe Scarborough, what do you say to these Republicans who are saying we need to support Donald Trump and that the uh, that the Supreme Court of Colorado has just taken away their right to vote? Listen to what she said. Why are you standing with Confederates? I'm sorry, I have, I have to pause to laugh. Okay, let me play that for you again. Why are you standing with Confederates who betrayed this country? And this is what they're standing with, is the spirit of those Confederates rather than the Americans who came together after a long and brutal civil war that was fought to keep the Union together. Uh, and saw, clearly saw a threat in ex-Confederates running for office, so much so that they amended the Constitution to prevent those traitors from running for office. That should send a message that our election system, our electoral system, can be used for nefarious purposes against the democracy right. itself. Now, that last statement there is one of the most ironic statements we've ever heard. A Democrat from the New York Post saying our electoral process can be used against the country for nefarious purposes. That is true. We've seen that in action. We're probably going to see it in action again in 2024 if the Democrats have their way. But she's likening Republicans, Republicans who, who are trying to uh, maintain the democratic republic that we have who are trying to allow the american people to choose the leadership that they would like in the next four years there's republicans out there fighting against evil forces who are trying to stop that and she's saying that donald trump and these republicans are the confederates donald trump and these republicans are the are the ones that are standing with um what what you like in the confederacy too and that is so dumb because the Confederates didn't go into Washington, D.C. or storm the Capitol building. They didn't they didn't go to make themselves their uh, their voices peacefully or patriotically heard. They said, you know what? We're just going to leave the United States of America. We're just going to get out of here. It's not at all what Republicans are doing. Republicans are saying, look, we are going to save the United States of America. And keep in mind, the Democrats, the, the rules for radicals, uh, you know, Sun Tzu, the art of war, accuse your enemy of that for which you yourself are guilty. If they tell you you're acting like the Confederates, if you're, they tell you you're the kind of people that the 14th Amendment was created to defend this country against, odds are they're the bad ones. They're ne the nefarious ones. They're the ones who are trying to destroy the Republic. They're the ones who that the uh, 14th Amendment was created to protect this country against. And J.D. Vance and Donald Trump and you and me, we're the ones protecting it.
because, I mean, it's pretty cut and dry here. When you see the poll numbers, especially in Colorado, when you see the poll numbers in the swing states, when you see the poll numbers in New Hampshire, when you see the poll numbers in Iowa, when you see the poll numbers in Nevada and South Carolina and all across the United States of America, you know that the people want Donald Trump. And a handful of elite Democrats from the White House, from the Senate, from the House of Representatives, from the Supreme Courts, from uh, secretaries of state across this country, a handful of elitist Democrats in the news media are waking up every single day looking at these polls, looking at the American people say, this is who we want as president. We want Trump. This is who we believe can lead us into greatness. It's Donald Trump. Joe Biden is bad. Trump is good. And in 2024, we're going to make the change. We're going to give power back to Donald Trump and he will make America great again. They wake up every single day and they go to their offices in the Senate building and they go to their offices in the Capitol and they go to their offices in every state at the uh, secretaries of state's offices and and they go to the media conglomerates and they think about one thing and one thing only. How do we stop Donald Trump, even though the majority of Americans seem to want him, even though he could get the requisite number of electoral votes to become president again? What do we have to do to stop him? We'll do anything. That's all they think about all day long. And this is, again, unfortunately not the end. This is just the beginning of the 2024 lawfare that they are going to be engaged in to keep Donald Trump away from the White House. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. We'll take another quick break. We'll line up more of your phone calls. We'll get some more of your open mic messages too. 855-940-MARK, whatever you want Wednesday continues right after this. <laughs> Mark K, 855-940-MARK is our number. Incidentally, ladies and gentlemen, uh, don't forget the untold story of Christmas. We're going to be wrapping this up here in uh, just a couple days after Christmas. This will no longer be available until next year. So if you'd like to get your copy and you haven't already, the untoldstoryofchristmas.com is where you should go. And as I've said, stated before, there's no way in H-E double hockey sticks that this book is getting to you before Christmas this year. But it's one of those great books that you can use uh, that you can have over and over again. It can be part of your family's tradition. And if you'd like to hear me read the book and read along at home with the electronic copy, you can get that as well at theuntoldstoryofchristmas.com. The hard copy of the book, the audio copy read by the author. Again, that's me. And um, and, an, and a PDF download uh, ebook so that you can follow along. All available right now at theuntoldstoryofchristmas.com. But again, we will. Uh, we, that offer is not going to be good after Christmas Day. 855-940-MARK is our number. Listen, we got to get back to the phones because we got so many Patriots who want to say so many things. This is Ken in Jacksonville, Florida. What's up, Ken? How you doing? Thanks so much for calling the Mark Show. What's on your mind, sir? I'm doing great. Um, well, you, you're missing the whole point of the 14th Amendment. It was meant to stop Democrats from becoming office. Because everybody true. from the president all the way down to the last soldier were Democrats. That's yeah. why they're tearing down all the uh, Confederate, you know, statues. Yeah, because they're embarrassed. It, right. And, and people, you know, if they go up and read the plaques on them, yeah. they start going, wow. Yeah. You know, it puts question in their mind, then they go do the research and find out they're Democrats. Yeah, that's exactly right. The, Demo the Democrats were the ones who seceded from the nation. The uh, Republican-controlled Congress tried to stop them, and that's why war broke out. And, of course, uh, the guy who saved the union was the first Republican president. First. Yeah. 
right. Abraham Lincoln, right. oh, the first and probably right. the greatest. I mean, there's you could argue who the greatest American president was. Many people say it was Washington. He did, you know, he didn't. You couldn't compare him to anybody because he was the first. But I think Lincoln's probably up there. Uh, if he's he not, the first, he was the first Republican ever. Yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> and what Abraham Lincoln was able to do was save the Union from the destructive forces of the Democrat Party. Because every Confederate leader was a Democrat. Every member of the KKK was a Democrat. And, and he's 100% right. The Democrats don't, the modern day Democrats don't want people to know that part of history because it's ugly for them. It's bad for them. To think that the greatest presidents we've ever had, the people that actually saved this country were Republicans, they can't stomach that. So what are they doing? They're running around the country, tearing down every statue that would remind anybody that, oh yeah, it was the Democrats who seceded from the nation and started the civil. They're the ones that, they're the ones that we don't want in office because they committed insurrection against the United States. Interesting. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it, Ken. 855-940-MARK. More whatever you want Wednesday right after this. Where entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Love it! This is the Marque Show. 855-940-MARK is the number to call. 855-940-MARK. And it is, once again, whatever you want Wednesday. So whatever you want to talk about is what we are forced uh, forced to talk about. Um, I do want to mention one thing about this uh, Neil Gorsuch decision. There's there's a part in this 213-page document the, uh, that the Supreme Court from Colorado released yesterday where they cite Judge Gorsuch. It says, as then Judge Gorsuch recognized in Hassan, they're citing an old case, it is, quote, a state's legitimate interest in protecting the integrity and practical functioning of the political process that permits it to exclude from the ballot candidates who are constitutionally prohibited from assuming office. So that is uh, a court case and a written decision from Judge Gorsuch that they thought they were cute in including in their in their uh, documentation yesterday. Uh, and it's twofold. Number one, they're basically thumbing their nose at Judge Gorsuch and saying, hey, you said this, so we're just going by your own rules. So now in the Supreme Court, if you vote against us or if you vote to, to overturn this decision, you're basically overturning yourself. But that's a bunch of hogwash, just like everything the Democrats say is. Uh, the other thing a lot of people think is by citing Judge Gorsuch, they could be, they could be uh, setting the stage for a fight to have him recuse himself, which he's not going to do. I mean, no... No judge is go in a case this important is going to recuse themselves. They're also probably going to go after Amy Coney Barrett. They're going to go after Brett Kavanaugh. They're going to go after the three of those justices because they were all appointed by Donald Trump. And they're going to argue that justices cannot be unbiased if the person who nominated them to the bench is the, the subject of the trial or the decision that they're making, which is, again, hogwash because every time it happens to the Democrats, they never recuse themselves. Only dumb Republicans like, well, like Jeff Sessions ever recuse themselves from any kind of important decisions. Um, so what they're doing here is they're setting them up. But if you read it again, a state's legitimate interest in protecting the integrity and practical functioning of the political process permits it to exclude from the ballot candidates who are constitutionally prohibited from assuming office. That's all well and good, but Donald Trump is not one of those candidates. He's not constitutionally prohibited from assuming office, no matter what they try to tell you 
in Colorado. Remember, they're just a bunch of pot smoking snowboarders out there uh, that live in high altitudes and that, that, that disrupts your breathing patterns. They don't have a lot of oxygen in their brains anyway, and whatever oxygen they have left has been replaced with uh, marijuana smoke. So that's probably why a lot of this stuff is happening. 855-940-MARK is our number. Tim Green, uh, Tim is in Green Cove Springs. Hi, Tim. How are you? Hi. Hi, Mark. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely, Tim. Thanks for calling. What's on your mind, sir? It's whatever you want Wednesday. We can talk about whatever it is you would like to talk about. Yeah, so in the vein of election integrity, since we're talking about that, mm. what I wanted to talk about was Let's start with cleaning our own house, so particularly with fundraising with the RNC. So I was involved with some fundraising for the Herschel Walker for Senate campaign. Directly from the campaign, that money was being siphoned off, money donated using his image, um, particularly with a win red platform, cell phones and emails. Money was being siphoned off and given to other candidates that the RNC preferred rather than giving the money to Herschel Walker. Mm. And uh, I found out through, you know, further probing, this is happening all over. So, well, there, you know, we talk about election. And go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, look, whenever you give to an organization instead of a campaign, you give to an organization instead of a campaign. And uh, what that means is the organization has the right to do with it what they want. We saw this with, you know, we see this all the time with the super PACs in Congress. For example, Mitch McConnell spent tons of cash on Linda on Lisa Murkowski's campaign when she wasn't going to win, but it didn't matter because a Republican was going to get the seat. He didn't care that a Republican got the seat. He wanted a Mitch McConnell Republican, which is why he spent money to defeat Kelly Chewbacca, who was pro-Trump. So, yeah, it's definitely something. It's not the first time it's ever happened, I'm sure. And it definitely won't be the last. Um, if you want to make sure your candidate's getting the money, give the money to the candidate. But the RNC is a whole other, it's a whole middleman that I don't think serves any purpose whatsoever anymore. Um, 855-940-MARK is our number. This is Chris in Mobile. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm doing great, Mark. How are you doing today? Very well. What's on your mind, Chris? What do you want to say? I have a quick question, and I actually have a point to make with it that personally happened because of the question. Oh, okay. Uh, I want to say, how can the Democratic Party tell the Republicans who they can vote for? And this example that I'm going to give you is back, remember back when, before Barack Obama became president, he ran against Hillary Clinton. And I went in on the primary day to vote. And I wanted to vote for Hillary Clinton to get her into the office. Um, uh, yeah, I agree that with that now, but when I went in to vote, they told me I was not allowed to vote for her because I was not part of the, uh, democratic party. I was re registered as a Republican. They would not let me vote for her. Yeah. So well, are, you, are you talking about the, you're talking about the primary election? Yes, the primary, not the presidential, the primary, which is what we're talking about with Trump right well, now. Yeah, but but where was this, in Alabama? No, this was in New York. In New York. All right. Uh, I believe New York is a closed primary state as well. Okay. Which means that in the primary, like in Florida, for example, we have a closed primary state, which means you only get to vote for the person that you want to vote for in the primary. So if you're a Republican, you get a primary ballot for the Republican Party. You don't get to vote for Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama or anyone else. That's how it is in Florida. I have to check on New York. I think it's a closed primary state, but I'm not 100. I'm pretty sure it is, um, which means that's why as a registered Republican, you weren't allowed to vote for Hillary Clinton in the primary. In the general election, you can vote for whoever you want. So in other words, 
depending on the state, the Democrats could tell us who to vote for on a Republican ticket? No. I mean, if if it's a Republican primary, yeah, well, that's what's happening in Colorado right now. So basically in the primary, you, a bunch of Republicans get together and decide which Republican they want to represent them. Hence all of these debates we've been forced to watch between Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis and the other people. Uh, the Democrats choose their person, which right now looks like it's going to be Joe Biden. So then in the general election, you can vote for anyone you want to. What the Democrats in Colorado are doing now is saying, hey, Republicans, you can't vote for Donald Trump. Um, and that is where the that's where the problem lies. They're not going to tell you it's the Democrats telling you that, but it is the Democrats telling you that because the four justices who sit on the Supreme Court in Colorado are all Democrats. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Shane is in Tulsa, Oklahoma. What's up, Shane? How you doing? Good talk. Good talk. 855-940-MARK. Doug is in Ohio. What's up, Doug? How you doing? Oh, pretty good. What's going on in uh, Florida? Uh, where are you at? Yeah, I mean that's where I'm at. Hey, nothing much. What's going on in uh, What's going on in Ohio? Well, my uh, call was about. They're always talk. The Democrats are always talking about or uh, telling everybody that Trump's going to be a Nazi mm. and all of that. Yeah. Well, in the in the communist state of Colorado. Yeah. All those judges have a leaning towards Stalin. Joseph, in my Stalin. opinion, they do. Yeah, you think they're all like Stalin? Uh, they they lean Stalin towards Stalin. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, and like, then, I, yeah, I think a lot. Then of I have are, another question. Oh yeah. All right. What's your other one? Uh, all these people that are pro-choice, you know, pro-abortion. Yeah. I was thinking it's a shame that their mothers didn't have that attitude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Doug. And it was, that's, uh, I was an old, I think it was Reagan. It was Ronald Reagan who said, I've noticed that everybody who's for abortion has already been born. They already, they already made the cut. 855-940-MARK is our number. Hey, thank you so much for calling. Uh, thanks so much we, uh, for calling. We definitely appreciate it. This is Joe in Bryceville. What's up, Joe? How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, doing great. What's on your mind, sir? What'd you want to say? Hi, right, so I have three points. Okay. One, Trump didn't carry Colorado in the last two elections. That's correct. So it really doesn't matter. Two, the people can go in there and write in whatever name they want. Okay. Three, how do you apply a constitutional uh, amendment to someone that hasn't been convicted or even charged of insurrection? Yeah, it's really weird. And it, on the first point, it, it listen, just because he's not going to carry the state of Colorado in the general election, it doesn't matter. You can't, what happens is if you let this one go, without fighting it, without getting it uh, repealed or without getting it overturned, then every other blue state is going to do the same thing and they're going to cite Colorado as the reason to do it. Uh, this is something that has to stop with Colorado. The Supreme Court has to decide that this is wrong, that Donald Trump is innocent, that he needs to appear on the ballots, that he's a viable candidate. If they don't, then all of a sudden, California is going to have their Supreme Court, um, you know, do the same thing. And then Illinois. And then, you know, eventually you're going to get to a state that's maybe run by Democrats currently, like Arizona, and is very important to Donald Trump's path to victory. You might have the uh, Michigan case be, uh, you know, come back up into the courts. Wisconsin, all of the swing states. I wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine that this is uh, over the realm of happening in Georgia too. 
So you've got to nip it in the bud. Otherwise, it's going to be a domino effect. The second thing is you could write in whoever you want. Now, somebody called in and said, I haven't double checked this. Somebody called in and said the Secretary of State in Colorado said if you write in Donald Trump, the vote won't be counted. But if it's a caucus situation, it doesn't matter anyway. Um, and then as far as the third thing goes, uh, look, the whole interpretation of the 14th Amendment is you know, say what you will. If if somebody is an insurrectionist or if somebody is rebellious against the United States of America, they shouldn't be allowed to be president. That's what it says. But there's no proof. There's zero proof that Donald Trump falls into that category. And that is why this ruling is ridiculous, un-American, and unconstitutional. Hey, thanks for calling. We appreciate it. Jody in St. Augustine. What's going on, Jody? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, we're good, man. What's on your mind? What do you want to say? Uh, I want to talk about uh, Trump. I think he should uh, get New York uh, to or to uh, weigh in on this because technically, I know it's not double jeopardy, but since he they found him guilty essentially on all of his indictments, wouldn't that mean that uh, New York has to either say yes he's guilty according to their ruling, then they can't try him anymore? Wait, what are you talking about? In New what are you talking about? In New There's nothing in New York that he was found guilty or of. I, I, well, I know that, but they're going to have to either accept the Colorado ruling because Colorado essentially found him guilty, right? Well, they you're said, hey, these indictments, yeah, you're we think he's guilty. Yeah, you're confusing. The New York case is the, uh, the case is uh, a civil trial about his businesses. The, the federal cases that were, that were um, he was charged with are basically in Washington, D.C. Those are the Jack Smith cases uh, that the special counsel brought forward. Look, it does, if this goes to the Supreme Court, which it will, and if they come back and say Donald Trump is not an insurrectionist, go away, uh, which hopefully they will, then that does put a big hole in the, in the Jack Smith case. But Don, to, just to be clear, you need to be uh, we need to be crystal clear on this. Donald Trump has never been charged. He's never been indicted. He's never been convicted of anything that resembles uh, treason, rebellion, or insurrection against the United States of America. Nobody has in the last God knows how many years. Uh, and that's the real key here. So how this court in Col in Colorado, without a criminal case to apply, can it can just unilaterally say Donald Trump is guilty of insurrection and therefore should not appear on the ballot? That's that's the big glaring question, and I believe that's what the Supreme Court. Um, that's why they'll be able to cakewalk to a pretty pretty easy decision. But you never know. You never know what side of the bed John Roberts is going to wake up on. Eight five five nine four zero Mark is our number. Steve is in Jacksonville. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm great, man. You know how you know how you know if a bear has been on the beach for too long. You know how what? How long? If you know a bear has been on the beach for too long. How do you know if a bear has been on the beach for too long? Sandy Claus. Oh, sorry, I meant. Anyway, I wanted to talk about. That was very. Happening with, I want to talk about kind of immigrants coming down and taking jobs because one time I wanted to get a job as a DJ, but a Canadian took the job. And then another time, I needed to ride caboose on the human centipede of right-wing propaganda on the radio, and a Canadian took that job. Yeah. Look, the jobs go to the most qualified people. Canadian, naturalized citizens are, uh, with social security cards. Like if you, listen, it just boils down to this, Steve. If you don't have the, if you don't have the talent, you don't have the talent. I'm so sorry. Eight five five nine four zero Mark is our number. Those wily Canadians. Quick break. More Marcation. More your phone calls. More whatever you want. Wednesday is coming up right after this.
855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. Shane is in Tulsa. Hello, Shane. How are you? Man, I'm doing all right. How are you? Oh, doing great. It's whatever you want Wednesday. Whatever did you want to talk about today? Well, you were talking about Confederates earlier, and I just think that it's funny that all these people, they want to get a pulse on America, and the reason we support Donald Trump is because he loves America. I don't know why anybody can't see that. Well, because they don't love America, and they don't want somebody who loves America getting in their way of not loving America. That really is what it Yeah, that's what it, that's what it was. In fact, here, this is moments ago, uh, Joe Biden was stumbling around at the airport and he was asked a question. Listen to how this, listen to this question. This is the example of a planted question. Listen to the, what the reporter yelled out. From an insurrectionist, sir. Okay, so Joe Biden is walking around and this court case just came down yesterday. This court decision from the Supreme Court came down yesterday. And the question wasn't, what do you think about the Supreme Court of Colorado keeping Donald Trump off the ballot? The question wasn't, uh, is Donald Trump, uh, should Donald Trump be on the ballot? The question was, is Trump an insurrectionist? That was planted by the White House. Trump an insurrectionist, sir? Well, I think so certainly you're self-evident. You saw it all. Now, whether the 14th Amendment applies, or let the court make that decision. But you certainly supported an insurrection. And no question about it. None. Zero. And uh, he seems to be doubling down on about everything. Anyway. There's no question about it. None. Zero. Donald Trump is an insurrectionist. That from Joe Biden, who's probably also, also an insurrectionist. Agent Schmuckatelli. How you doing, Agent Schmuckatelli? How you doing? Um, I've heard a lot of... Uh a lot of people seem down on your show today, and I, I, I wanted to come up with a Christmas song uh, to the tune of White Christmas, if you, if you got a minute. No, uh, I have verses to try to cheer everybody up. I have 40 seconds. Is that enough time? Absolutely. All right, let's hear it, Agent Schmuckatelli. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, just like the Bidens like to know, with Joe sniffing, hair that's glistening. And White House lockers full of snow. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas with every crack pipe hunter lights and the Biden dog he bites. And we are coming for the right. Figured that would put you all in a good mood. Oh, I'm, I'm full of the Christmas here. Now it was fantastic, Agent Schmuckatelli. We appreciate it. Quick break. More Marque Show is on the way right after this. Don't go anywhere. Where entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Love it! This is the Marque Show. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We are so excited that you're here, and it is whatever you want Wednesday, and that means that whatever you want to talk about, that's what we're going to talk about today. That's what we're going to talk about, and it looks like we've got Damon in West Palm Beach. Hi, Damon. How are you? Pretty good. Mark, how are you today? Oh, very well, sir. What's on your mind, Damon? What do you want to say? Well, I just want to say an observation I've seen is that we really didn't know how well we had it with Trump until we got Biden. I mean, I did. And now, well, I'm talking about the country in general. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then now we see what happened. And I got one other point I'd like to make. It comes out of Second Chronicles seven fourteen. It says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, 
and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. We need to be praying that we get our land healed by getting someone in there that can turn this whole place around. Yeah, I think we know who that is, and that's why the Democrats are trying to stop it. Incidentally, uh, thank you so much for the call. We appreciate it. And we it, just moments ago, we had a guy call in and say, what does it even matter if Donald Trump's not on the ballot in Colorado because he didn't carry Colorado in the last two elections? And I pointed out that it does matter because if— Donald Trump is allowed to stay off of the Colorado ballot ballot. If the Supreme Court decision in Colorado stands, then there would be a domino effect and other states would be other Democrat run states would do the same thing. And I cited just off the top of my head, California. Well, just moments ago, I received a letter dated Wednesday, December 20th. That's today. Uh, the Honorable Dr. Shirley N. Weber. It's from uh, the California Secretary of State. I'm sorry, to the California Secretary of State. Uh, Dear Secretary Weber, based on the Colorado Supreme Court's ruling in Anderson versus Griswold, I urge you to explore every legal option to remove former President Donald Trump from California's 2024 presidential primary ballot. I am prompted by the Colorado Supreme Court's recent ruling that former President Donald Trump is ineligible to appear on the state's ballot as a presidential candidate due to his role in inciting an insurrection in the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. This decision is about honoring the rule of law in our country and protecting the fundamental pillars of our decency. And they go on to cite more of the Anderson versus Griswold case. California must stand on the right side of history. California is obligated to determine if Trump is ineligible for the California ballot for the same reasons described in Anderson. The Colorado decision can be the basis for a similar decision here in our state. The Constitution is clear. You must be 40 years old and not be an insurrectionist. So now uh, that was from California Lieutenant Governor Eleni Kunalakis. And she's now asking the California Secretary of State to take legal action to keep Donald Trump off the ballot in California. It's a domino effect. What the, what happens in Colorado will now be happening in California. Then it's going to happen in a bunch of other states, anywhere the Democrats are in control. And that's a lot of sta- that's a lot of states that Donald Trump needs. The entire Rust Belt, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, uh, Michigan, they're all run by Democrats. And if you look at Arizona and Georgia and Nevada, all of these states have strong Democrat presidents, a president, a strong, strong Democrat uh, control that could that could totally keep Donald Trump off the ballot if it's not stopped at the Supreme Court level. And that's another reason why the Supreme Court must act so that you don't have these states running over, running roughshod over Republican candidates. Not, not, none, uh, not even uh, to mention that he's the front runner, clearly, in a lot of them. Jerry in Michigan. Hi, Jerry. How are you? Oh, I'm having so much fun being a patriot and pissing off liberals. Oh, I'm great! Good. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that, that's that's two of my favorite things as well. What's what's on your mind today? What do you want to say? Uh, well, first of all, all of these cases against Trump, I just hope he sues the pants off him for violating his constitutional rights. That'd be awesome. Uh, but the other thing, I want to kind of get away from Colorado. Yeah. Uh, being in the military for many years, we studied Sun Tzu, the art of war and yeah. knowing your enemy. Yeah. So this morning I put on MSNBC just to see what they were saying about all this stuff. Yeah. And one of the things that just torched me right away is they were calling on Biden to remove Netanyahu for being too aggressive on Hamas. 
MSNBC was calling on would, Biden to remove. I don't think Biden can remove Netanyahu. Well, that's what they were trying to say. Biden needs to push and get him out of there so oh. that they can get someone else in there that's less aggressive. Yeah. And can, you know, take the war a little slower. Well, that makes sense. I mean, they're also, these are the same people that, you know, are, are against uh, bombing the Houthis in Yemen. These are the same people that, uh, it's weird because, it's weird because usually you don't side with terrorists. Um, unless, of course, you're the modern day Democrat Party and you're trying to pander to the pro-Hamas electorate here at home. Hey, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Eight five. That's another reason why I don't watch MSNBC. Joe in Jacksonville, Florida. Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Oh, doing very well. What's on your mind today, sir? I was wondering whether it'd be better for Trump to be a kingmaker rather than a king based on all that's going on and realizing that anyone who's going to work with him is going to be persecuted and prosecuted. He's not going to be able to put up a real cabinet, but he could control the cabinet and the presidency by setting things up appropriately. Well, I don't understand What's what you mean. Thoughts? You want him to be a kingmaker and not a king? Who's he going to make king? Whoever he decides, he would put it, throw his support behind there, put a, a VP and a, a president in line, um, and then run from the, uh, I mean, he's the, the behind he's the, the scenes the way Obama does. He's the front runner for the presidency in the Republican Party, and he's also the front runner in a head to head against Joe Biden. Uh, it sounds good, but I have a sneaky suspicion things are going to go against him. Yeah. And the more important thing is, who is going to work with him after they persecuted and prosecuted anybody who was part of his cabinet or supported him? Look what they did to Giuliani. Who in their right mind is going to join that team? I mean, I think a lot. Of, I think Cash Patel will. I think Steve Bannon will be back. I think there's a couple of people out there who are happy to go back in there and, and fix the problem we have, drain the swamp finally, kill the deep state, and make sure that you can uh, enjoy a life of public service without having your life destroyed afterward by the other party in charge. I mean, look, that's, that's part of the problem. You can't, the fact that everybody that worked with Donald Trump has been attacked and indicted and destroyed. What happened to Rudy Giuliani is a great example with the civil court cases because he was trying Trying to do his job and uh, and you know fight what he thought was a rigged election. When you look at all these things, you can't just let them get away with it. I mean, if if nobody works with Donald Trump in his second term, or if you think nobody's going to work with Donald Trump in his second term, so uh, he should roll over and, and hand the the crown to somebody else, that they win. That's you know that's the congratulations to the Democrats. They now run the country forever because they've ter it's terrorism is what it is. And you never give in to terrorists. You never negotiate with terrorists. If somebody tells you, you know what, if Donald Trump wins and you go work in their in the uh, his cabinet, we're going to destroy you. You can't say, oh, really? All right, I'll just go get a, a government job, or I'll just go back to the private sector. Thanks for the heads up. That's 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 giving into the bullies. Uh, what needs to happen is Donald Trump needs to win. He needs to bring all of his his trusted allies. I mean, and this time around. Trust me, they'll be much more well-vetted than they were before. It's a learning curve to figure out who you can trust in, in Washington, D.C., and Donald Trump's been learning that for the last eight years. And now I think he's got a pretty solid group of individuals who he knows will help him do what he needs to do, who will protect him and will change America for the better. Um, and they'll be threatened, sure, no problem. They'll be threatened by Republicans and Democrats alike, and they'll be told, we'll ruin your life. But there's nobody else who could get to where Donald Trump is. And the other thing that people forget as well, you know, it should Donald Trump should step aside and let Ron DeSantis do this because people like him better. They do not. 
Democrats hate all Republicans. Oh, every single one of them. They even hate the Republicans that hate Donald Trump. And they would much rather see any Democrat. They would much rather see Joe Biden, John Fetterman, Kamala Harris. It doesn't matter. Any Democrat to them is better than any Republican. So if it's not Donald Trump, it's the next man up. You know, when you're when you play football, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. If you're rushing the, the passer, you rush the passer. And your job is to knock him on the ground and unconscious and get that ball. That's what the Democrats are doing. Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, Nikki Haley, none of them are acceptable to the Democrat Party. And what they do to Trump, they'll do to any of them. And that's what everybody needs to remember. Uh, Tim in Middleburg. Hi, Tim. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for taking my call. Sure thing. What's on your mind? So what do you want to say? I saw something on Fox News this morning. I mm. couldn't remember the city, but a, D, a DA that was funded by Soros, um, they arrested an immigrant that was charged with six previous DUIs, mm. and they let him out on bail each or no bail each time. Well, this last one, he ended up killing somebody, and they still released him with no bail. I think we need to pass a law that if these DAs do not prosecute these people, they need to be held liable also, just as you would be if you had a gathering at your house, somebody got drunk, got involved in a fatality accident, you could be held liable. Why can't we do that to these DAs? Yeah, well, uh, here's the thing. They're, as long as they're in power, they're in power. And as long as they're Democrats, they're protected. This was Austin, Texas is what you're talking about, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. It was. Thank you. Yeah. Austin, Texas, a progressive district attorney is facing criticism in the community after a man who allegedly killed two while committing his seventh DUI is walking the streets after charges and bond were reduced. Roberto Rangel, 52, was arrested in Travis County, Texas, for his seventh DUI that resulted in the deaths of 22-year-old Kate Garcia and 23-year-old Mark Narvarez. Now, keep in mind, Austin is a blue city in a red state. Um a blue city in a red state and any, any any DA in a blue city, any Democrat DA in a large uh, urban center is going to be light on crime. Because if you are tough on crime, especially when the defendant's name is Roberto Rangel, you're automatically a racist. Uh, this is where DE&I comes in and where it causes more harm than they wanted to. But look, this is this is this is the only case that's getting this kind of publicity. But there are cases in every major metropolitan area where you have illegal immigrants and other people who are arrested multiple times. And it's not until it's too late that they get the harshest penalties. And then the harshest penalties aren't even really that harsh anyway. But thanks so much for calling. Exactly. Well, yeah. thank you for taking my call and yeah. y'all have a Merry Christmas. Tim, you too. We really appreciate it. We appreciate you calling and being part of the show. And that's very nice. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and yours as well. 855-940-MARK is our number. Jerry is in Ohio. Hello, Jerry. Happy whatever you on Wednesday, sir. Yeah. I uh, I just want to let you know that what the Democrats are doing to Trump right now is yeah. what Putin, what Putin of Russia does to his political adversaries. They try to throw them in jail and stuff so they can't vote, can be voted in. Yeah. So the Democrats were socialists. Now they're becoming communists. I mean, they've been communists for a long time. Look at well, I know, but I've, yeah. I've just realized it. Because years ago I was a Democrat. Mm. So. Well, listen, we're glad that you were able to. We were glad that you were able to recover. Um, and the fact of the matter is, it, and this is what happens: it starts with their, 
it starts with their policies. You know, you look at what their, what their, their social policies or their social ideals. And then, of course, once you, once you become a socialist, you want it to permeate every aspect of your being. And then once you have enough socialists in the Congress, when you have enough socialists in the Senate, when you have enough socialists in the White House, and in all of these state governments, which is very important, you start to realize that socialism can be controlled um, illegally. I mean, it's, it's exactly what the Rules for Radicals is all about. It's exactly what Barack Obama did. Barack Obama roamed the streets of Chicago, being a rabble rouser, trying to make change, trying to, you know, trying to make, make a really effective change and, and turn Illinois and Chicago and the rest of the country into a socialist nation. And then he read Rules for Radicals and realized, hey, you can't do it on the streets. You got you to gotta put on a suit and you got to get into the halls of power. And that's what he did. And that's what countless Democrats have been doing, Democrat socialists have been doing for years since. Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, Cori Bush, uh, Jamal Bowman, there are tons of them. They've perm AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She was in the bar thinking about all these social causes and these ridiculous things she wanted to get done. And she realized she had to put on a dress or a pantsuit or a skirt or whatever and get elected to office because only from inside the Capitol building could she do what she wanted to do. Can't do it from behind a bar. And that's, uh, and that's what we're starting to realize now. Um, 855-940-MARK is our number. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. Quick break, folks. We've got a couple more minutes. We'll squeeze in as many more whatever you want Wednesday phone calls as we possibly can. And we've been known to squeeze in quite a few. 855-940-MARK. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. This is the Mark K Show. My name's Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. We got a few more people that want to squeeze. We want to squeeze everybody in before uh, the end of the show today. So let's just get to it. Curtis is in Jacksonville. Hello, Curtis. How's it going? Good. How you doing, Mark? Oh, doing great. What's on your mind, sir? What do you want to say today? I just want to know, so if this goes to the Supreme Court and they determine that it's uh, it's unfair or it's unconstitutional for Colorado to take it off the ballot, correct? If it Does goes that to- mean that they've also – go ahead. No, you finish your sentence. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, does that mean also then by doing that, the Supreme Court's determining that Trump is not an insurrectionist? Yes, 100%. That's exactly what happens. Okay. If if and this is and this is a it's a gamble for the left because their whole basis to get Donald Trump off the ballots in every state, their whole basis to uh, to impeach or I'm sorry to uh, indict Donald Trump in in Washington D.C. What Jack Smith has been trying to prove. Uh, what he's trying to get into court, the only way they can get Donald Trump not to be president is to prove he's an insurrectionist. And in doing what they did in Colorado, they forced the Supreme Court to rule on that. And if the Supreme Court comes back and says he's got to be on the ballot, it's case closed. He's no longer an insurrectionist. And the Democrats have really the Republicans, because this case was brought by a bunch of Republicans. But the Democrats in Colorado have uh, forced the Supreme Court to announce to the whole world case closed. Donald Trump is not an insurrectionist if that's the way it goes. The other problem is if for some weird, unworldly reason, the entire Supreme Court of the United States forgets what the Constitution says, forgets how to interpret the Constitution and says, you know what, Colorado's got a point there. We're going to uphold this uh, determination. Then it's game over because every other state that hates Donald Trump, and that's a lot of them, is going to have their Supreme Court's rule similarly. And he'll be off the ballot in uh, enough states to maybe maybe keep him from being president. But then then again, keep in mind, you only need 270 electoral votes to win. 
you only need 270 electoral votes to win. And if Donald Trump doesn't win, let's say he's off the ballot in Colorado and California and Oregon and Washington and probably Illinois and Minnesota and New Mexico, that then, you know, he's still got enough states to get to the 270 comfortably. Where it really gets into a problem is states that he must win but are controlled by Democrats like Michigan, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. Do I believe that Clarence Thomas and Amy Coney Barrett and uh, Neil Gorsuch and and Justice Samuel Alito, do I believe that they're going to do, they're, they're not going to be able to see through this and determine that without any due process of law, the Supreme Court of Colorado has deemed Donald Trump to be guilty of insurrection? No, I don't believe that at all. But then again, a lot of strange things have happened over the past couple of years that I just haven't believed. And, you know, maybe they're maybe they're scared that more people are going to hang out outside their houses with bullhorns. So you never know what's going to happen. Uh, we will, however, be here to tell you when it does and interpret it for you. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow to do just that right here. Noon Eastern, 11 Central for another edition of The Marque Show. See ya. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.